Welcome to the Noble Warrior Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Frazier. Hey everybody, Mike here with another episode of Noble Warrior Podcast. We just wanted to thank you for dropping in and spending some time with us and listening to what we have going on the show for today. All right, episode number five. We're going to be talking about my trip down to Idaho, meeting up with Conrad Jeffries, Andrew Cousins, author of Failed State Novel, and Tim, who runs Channel 99 Studios. And what went on with this podcast and talking about uh, the very important issues and matters that Project Shot at Dawn is going to address. So at first it was really cool linking up and meeting up with Andrew Cousins, really rad guy. I still haven't got to read his book yet. I'm sorry, brother. I promise I will read it. And meeting up with Conrad and Tim, was, uh, got an awesome studio. It was really cool. Uh, it was an honor to be there. And it was cool to give my insight about things that uh, I've been through and how I feel that Shut It Down Project can really um, benefit the world and um, how many veterans go through some of this stuff. It's it's just unreal. But um, linking up with them, talking with them, uh, getting a game plan and more of a uh, solidified understanding, especially myself, uh, meeting up face-to-face as to, you know, what are we going to be dealing with? What are we going to be talking about? And how are we going to be dealing with it? And, you know, as as far as the 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 saying goes plan prioritize and execute especially in the military and the special operations community uh we wanted to get more of a game plan and understand how we can attack this and combat this issue that we have growing here in the United States and the world and this uh information that we got and gathered and talked about is detrimental and it's huge and I mean, it's a huge elephant in the room, but no one really wants to talk about it or deal with it because it's it's so big and so massive. So what's going on with all of the issues with veterans, PTSD, um, substance abuse, opioid addiction, alcohol addiction, um, of physical abuse, mental abuse? Uh, you know, what what's going on with that? How, how are we addressing that? And it really... It really just seems like the government or the VA, they really just want to talk about it for a minute and throw throw some drugs at it. I mean, honestly, uh, just from going through it myself and going to the VA myself, it uh, it's very apparent that they're not really fully equipped to, to handle and deal with those because each person... Uh, takes time and each individual takes a different amount of time or a different type of process to go through their things. And it's extremely difficult for a facility like that to do that. And it really seems like they're not going outside of the box in any way, shape or form or thinking outside of the box to really try to do anything different. And from what we're seeing, talking about it and throwing drugs at it is not helping in any way, shape, or form. So this is what we came up with, and this is what we're going to use to combat those issues. Aside from giving some more intimate time for each individual 
and helping them out on a completely different level, having a facility to be able to uh, bring people together, learn and work and grow together, rehabilitate so many different aspects of each person as far as uh, mental, physical, um, financial, uh, business, you know, all, all of those aspects, you know, once, once you trickle into one, they all start to have an avalanche effect into the other ones, you know, having to go through PTSD, being removed from your tribe or your community, um, not, not being physically active anymore, kind of losing your physique, losing your energy, losing your stamina, um, getting into substances like alcohol, drugs, prescription drugs, um, getting into legal troubles because you can't pay your bills, um, having a financial collapse because you're kind of losing your mind and you're having a hard time focusing and, you know, losing a relationship, um, even having a traumatic traumatic brain injury, all of those things can just completely just uh, override you and ruin your life and take you down. And if you're not properly equipped or properly understand what's going on or even recognize some of the things, and they, they can just, they can run you and drive you for years of, of your life. And I am a... Uh, a living testimony of all of that because so many of these aspects uh, have completely just uh, run rampant in my life and drove me to a isolated, um, sorry, not wanting to do anything worthless kind of type of state. And there was no hope, no drive, no energy, no anything. I got out of shape, out of mind, and it just, just started caving in. And once that happens, all of the stuff that keeps piling up, man, just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's, it's hard to see anything out of it and it's hard to get out of it. And when you're at that point, no pill is going to fix you. And just talking to someone, you know, once a week is, is really tough. And there are people that can just talk to a doctor or a professional and kind of, you know, deal with some things. But it's very apparent that, uh, with the amount of people that are going through things right now, that's not working. So of all of the things that we started to talk about and mention, there are triggers that uh, each person goes through, some more so than others. But there are um, eight basic triggers that I wanted to discuss and talk to you guys about. These triggers are traumatic brain injuries because they affect different functions and uh, deal with certain aspects of your, your mental capacity. Post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD, removal from tribe, medication, medicated, uh, diet and exercise, substance abuse, legal troubles, financial collapse, and a loss of relationship. And each one of these can bring its own powerhouse distribution center of just chaos into our lives if we don't understand what's going on with them. And what they're doing to us. And from what we've been seeing, what we've been witnessing, even what I've been through myself, um, 
there's not really anything that a pill can do to eliminate these. And it really seems like uh, the VA, the medical facilities in the military or for the first responders, it, it uh, it's, it's not working. And just talking to someone once a week, getting some pills and going home, it's, it's not, it's not really working. And actually, you know, at times that kind of makes it worse because we usually fall into a depressed state or a shameful state or a hidden state where, you know, when these things come up, uh, it makes us feel less of a human, less of a warrior, less of an alpha. And we want to isolate ourselves or not be around other people to let them see our weaknesses. So that even compounds the matters worse and just drives us further into the darkness or into uh, the problems that we're facing. And so that's why... Project Shot at Dawn is so important to be built and have set up to facilitate people to be in one area, one location, to be in a tribal living facility to where there is constant growth, constant um, growth track on improvement and going through things and understanding things and being able to be rehabilitated financially um, in in mental uh, capacities, in the physical capacity of learning how to eat better, get into shape, getting that exercise in, doing things, being outdoors, being more outgoing, learning more about what each of these uh, things can bring and the mindset and tools in uh ways to get out of that that state, that funk, that darkness, and to be able to move through. Now that's not being uh that's not taken away, you know, from the from the medical side because there are cases to where, you know, having a medication uh can help, can help get your mind back on the right track to be able to slow down. And we're in a constant state of adrenaline and a constant on the go, on the go, on the go. And you don't know how to properly recover from that or you haven't properly recovered from that. Um, we really get kind of messed up. And that's what happened to me is you don't get in that state. You don't get in that um, awareness that you were before because you're trying to find it and you're in a place where you're slowed down or you don't have that constant adrenaline and it, things just seem really out of place. And no matter what you do or where you go, you feel lost. You seem lost. You're angry, you're irritated, you're agitated, and you don't really know why. And you feel broken. And that's exactly where I was. And having medication and having someone to talk to did help, but it helped. It didn't fix it. And I couldn't rely on that alone to just make things go away. And I think that is a common misconception nowadays for some of the treatment, some of the things that people think that just going to talk to someone and getting some pills and you're going to be all right. And it's, it's, that's not the case. And, uh, I even fell into that myself. So 
having this facility will be able to help rehabilitate in real time and really uh, give these people, these heroes, these veterans, uh, a more more of an understanding and more of the, those solid tools that they need. And Conrad also just recently did a cool little video talking about one of the, the triggers and it was a loss of relationship. And that's just, that's just the case for so many of us. And it's, unfortunately it happens. It's part of life. It's a cycle of life. You know, sometimes, sometimes we go through love. Sometimes we go through loss. Um, having, having those issues, uh, arise and come up are definitely tough. They're trying, they're traumatic in themselves. But when you're going through a loss of relationship and you're already battling all these other things, man, that just, that's just one of those things that can just really tip the scale on the, on the wrong side and cause a person to just completely lose sight and lose hope and lose all awareness of what's really going on and what is happening in their lives. They can't see the good. They can't see um, the future and it just really stops them in their tracks. And he was talking about, you know, combat veterans that go to war, they go and they come back and, you know, they're said maybe their significant one isn't there anymore, or maybe they come back home and they've been cheated on or whatever the case, and they're not there. And it's, it's tough. And a lot of people have gone through it and a lot of people have, you know, just ended their lives because of that. And as unfortunate as that sounds and as silly as that sounds, when you're in that state, and I, I know this for a fact, is those, the mindset in that state is there's no hope. There's no real rationalizing, um, real life events in, in real time because you're stuck in that, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the end. And sometimes a loss of relationship can lead to financial collapse. It can lead to legal troubles. It can lead to um, so many different things. You know, a removal from a tribe, substance abuse could be causing it or it could be caused because of, of that uh, issue or brought up because of that loss of relationship. So, there's so many different aspects to it and it's, it's a very, it's a very tough situation. And I, I bring that up because he brought that up in his, uh, in his story and talking about it. And it, it really touched me because, you know, it, it does happen, but at the same effect, there's an opposite side of that spectrum to where when people come home, there's, uh, there's, there's a different side to it at times when, when people come home and say that they're, they're in a relationship, they're married, they have a relationship or whatever, those expectations aren't being met anymore. Maybe, maybe they're, uh, you or the other person is dealing with things from your own past or other issues and there's substance abuse issue, or there's an issue to where, you know, you're, expectations aren't uh, the same anymore or being met and you feel like you have to go find it somewhere else. 
and you do something foolish and stupid and you think that grass is greener on the other side and you do something to jeopardize your relationship like cheating or uh, just leaving the relationship because you don't feel like it's worth it anymore. Uh, if you know, you're married, you know, and that, that brings a lot of, uh, strife, a lot of trouble, a lot of issues to that relationship. So sometimes, you know, us as warriors, we, we do dumb things and we do foolish things and we cause the issues instead of the other person causing it to us. So what does that mean for us? You know, that's, it makes it one, it's horrible for us because we go through that. And that sometimes we don't even realize that for many years down the road, or sometimes we realize it instantly. But for me, that was the case where I didn't realize really my proper mindset. And I felt that grass was greener on the other side. And I just completely, um, annihilated and demolished my relationship because I didn't understand how to deal with myself. I didn't how, understand how to communicate. And I uh, threw my relationship away and um, it was my fault. And it was foolish and dumb and tough to deal with. But at the same time, I had to learn to not stay stuck in that state. I had to learn how to own it. I had to learn how to do something different with my life to get out of that horrible mindset. Now, that's not to say that nobody's perfect. And at the same time, those people that are striving to be better or being better versions of themselves are going to make mistakes and do dumb things. But it's what you do in those times and situations that really, it makes you uh, a better person. You know, do you just stay in it and just be mad and, and upset and grumpy at the world and take it out on everyone else because, you know, you made a mistake? Or do you own it and do you, you know, try to change your life and help others and communicate and talk to others about possibly the things that you've done in life and to prevent other people from going down that road. And that's what I've really been wanting to do is help people do some of the things that uh, I didn't do that uh, prevent people from doing some of those things that I did and, you know, help people see those things from my aspect or my point of view um, not because my way is better, but because my way is a way that people could avoid. And I'm not, I'm not a, a person that's, uh, you know, uh, I'm not an, an impressive person by any means. I just want to make an impact. And the impact that I can make is to, you know, possibly make the world a better place for some of the mistakes that I've made. And I think that, um, makes for, for a lot of great leaders. And if you're not out there making mistakes and doing things and trying things, you're not, you're not really living. And, you know, that's not taken away from other people, you know, just because you make a mistake doesn't mean that you're, you're good or bad. But like I said, it's, it's what you do with those mistakes and it's what you do with your life to, uh, make those, uh, make those things possible for other people to learn from and to grow from and 
if you're learning and growing and becoming a better person in the process, man, it just, it makes, it brings hope, it brings light, and it brings joy to my heart and my life to be able to uh, help those people do that. And that was the opposite side of the spectrum from what Conrad was talking about as far as a loss of relationship, because it's tough. And as an alpha male, as a warrior, you don't want to be vulnerable and you don't want to share your failures and the things you messed up on. And you don't want people to see, you know, your baggage or your closet because you know, it's horrible. But at the same time, if we can find a place to where we can heal from it and grow and talk about it and share our, those experiences, you know, we might be able to start saving some people. We might be able to start helping some people see things and realize things that they really wouldn't be thinking about otherwise. And, you know, when we go through life, why keep stuff a secret? You know, share it, help people out. We have a generation out there that's getting ready to start taking over, you know, the world and they're, they're younger and they're, our youth is our next generation. Our youth is our future. So let's give them the tools that they need to succeed. Let's give them those tools that we wish that we would have had while we were growing up or learning things. And that's going to make the world a better and brighter place. I know for me, it definitely will. It already has been. And all of us here with uh, Shout of Dawn Project, that's what we're looking to do. And that's what we're looking to impact and bring because there's nothing like this around. There's there's not a facility like this around. There, there's not a type of structure like this around to use other veterans um, in such a capacity with other um, medical professionals, uh, mental health professionals, uh, physical therapy professionals, financial uh, professionals, legal professionals. We're going to bring all of these aspects into a facility and have just a complete rehabilitation go on and, and get people to grow in a healthy manner and spend that intimate time with these these heroes, these veterans. And um, that's 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 what we need. And that's the elephant in the room that no one wants to deal with because it's not instant. We can't just put a pill in people's mouth and talk to them for five minutes and say, all right, well, we'll expect you to be better because it's not happening. It is not happening out there. Look at the news. I just opened up social media this, this morning and saw some more, more veterans um, killing themselves at the VA. And people are, they're struggling, they're hurting, and we need to help these people. And we, we have a solution. And we want to bring the solution to prevent that. We, we need to stop this and we need to group together and we need to work as a team to make this happen. So Project Shot at Dawn, it's, it's real, it's big, it's happening, it's coming. And the, uh, the information that we're bringing through to this to help others is just absolutely phenomenal. And we're going to be talking about some embarrassing things. We're going to be talking about those things that no one really wants to talk about. And it's, it's time. We got to start bringing those things up and we need to start opening up that, that door to, uh, you know, let people know that, you know, we're, we're all human and we want to help, but in order to help, we have to want it and we have to go and start looking for it and make things happen. So 
the suicide triggers, that's it. TBI, PTSD, removal from tribe, medicated, diet and exercise, substance abuse, legal troubles, financial collapse, and loss of relationship. All of these things affect us, and all of these are key players in that avalanche effect to um, our mental health. So with that being said, uh, that whole trip was great. The weekend was awesome. It was really neat to be able to link up and network with some people and just um, share our views and thoughts to be able to bring some stuff to the table and put some tools on the table to help veterans. So that's what we we want to do. That's what we're going to accomplish. And um, we're just uh, excited to bring more to you guys. So keep staying tuned on that. And just want to um, finish up with saying, you know, thank you guys so much for your support and listening. And we're going to be talking some more in the future on some of these triggers and give you some of my own personal uh, feedback on things that I've done and went through and um, mindset things that uh, have really helped me out. And that's the whole point of the Noble Warrior podcast is to just, uh, you know, talk about some of those things and and share those uh, mindset tips and, uh, you know, triggers and those things that kind of brought me down the dark alley or the dark path and helped me to uh, get out of it. And uh, as far as all of the, the mindset things go and the things that you can think about and do to bring yourself out of it, you know, my faith is also another very important aspect of it. And God has really brought me through a lot of dark places in my life. And it really helps out with those dark times and those, those times when, uh, there is, seems like there's no hope or no faith or just nothing to look forward to. And, you know, reading the Bible and having that there is a constant reminder that there, man, there's just so much more. There's so much more out there and things can be so great. And, you know, it's a, it's a stepping block and it's a stepping stone to help me get on the path to where I am today. So God's good to me, um, and he's uh, making sure that I'm going down the, the the right way, and I need to make sure that I'm going the right way. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's it's not easy, but it's uh, it makes life so much more enjoyable, and it makes life so much more beautiful and full of color and full of life. And that's what I really want to bring to you listeners. So, Again, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the Noble Warrior Podcast. I appreciate you guys' love and support. And again, if you could just leave a comment, leave a review, and let me know how I'm doing, if this helped you guys out. And again, if if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, get a hold of me at NSDQ Mike or Noble Warrior Official. Uh, let me know what you think about the podcast. If uh, Let me know if you're struggling with anything, and we'll... Uh, We'll get through it together. So thank you guys very much. God bless and have a rad rest of your weekend. Nice talkers don't quit.